Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps. I am your host, Victor. Sitting next to me, or laying in bed next to me, it's your Don't career. say that, because I'm going to think of a freaking job on the, on the bed. <laughs> like, I, like, I just imagine somebody laying down, <laughs> like, with a mic over their face. But it's true. Pretty We're... much <laughs> But it's true. We're in bed. <laughs> we are the I'm... most comfortable podcasters ever. Yeah. Oh. I'm literally on a pillow right now. <laughs> Under I was trying to be serious and then we I ended up ruining it. <laughs> but okay, well, we are in bed. We are recording in bed. We have the, the our pod um stands connected to our nightstands. <laughs> <laughs> this is a way to record a podcast. Yeah, this is this is the best way to record a podcast is in your own bed. Right. Yeah, we uh we put the kids to sleep. Well, the one the kid, kids. <laughs> the kids. Well, yeah, the other one's sleeping too. So this is a ghost story podcast. Well, not just ghost stories. We're talking about a little bit of everything, from ghost, demons, uh, aliens, aliens, Bigfoot. You name it, we will talk about it. This is mostly a podcast based on experiences. So anyone that submits their stories will play it played on this episode on these episodes uh we had i posted on on my twitter account that i was looking for anyone interested in sent, submitting their stories we, we we got a few you know we didn't get a shitload of as many as i wanted to but this is the first one so hopefully after the first episode if people are interested we would like for you to submit your stories I will give the email at the end of the episode. So, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling feisty. I'm ready to be scared. <laughs> Me too. I hope, hopefully, some of these will put some chills or shivers or give us even some goosebumps. To be honest, we haven't listened to any of it, so it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. So, yes, we haven't listened to any of them, and we want to do it that way. Every time someone submits, when people submit their stories, we'll listen to them live. Live, per, you can say live. I think I think they'll be live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some editing editing will go along, but they will be live. So the reason I wanted to start this podcast is because, well, at first I just wanted to do audio. It was just going to be some audio thing, but that I would just put on Twitter for people to listen. But there's no other better way than just to make it into a podcast. So then there could be a wider range of people that will listen to it so the reason why i wanted to start it is because i always been fascinated by the paranormal ever since i could remember i i've always wanted to know more like i love hearing ghost stories i like being scared and um you know ever since i was little i always wanted to be a ghostbuster you know i want i always wanted to go ghost hunting and be in the ecto one and you know chasing ghosts but as we as i got older i knew that you know ghost busting wasn't as cool as in the movies we didn't get the you don't get the proton packs which is the reason why i wanted to be a ghostbuster coming from a hispanic mexican family it's always tons of ghost stories that family members know so i wanted to hear other people's stories i wanted to hear their experiences Either either it's something that's small as you heard three knocks at the door or is it something big that you moved into a haunted house and you lived there for years and you couldn't move out because you owned it. So I want to know your story. Me, I'm getting into this because for some reason, paranormal activity, anything creepy always sneaks up on me. I don't go looking for it. I don't go asking for it. But for some reason, it just surrounds me sometimes. I'm not saying I'm like one of those people that are like drawn to paranormal, spiritual stuff. But for some reason, everywhere I have lived, something has happened that wasn't normal. And that's when me and Victor started having conversations about a bunch of stuff that had happened to me over the years growing up 
living in New York, living in New Jersey. And yeah, I'm not as into it as he is, but it does follow me around. Uh, yeah, well, my I have a, a few good enough stories to write a mini book. I've experienced a lot of uh, things that were questionable. Some other things, I don't know if it was really a ghost there or, or anything that I saw or witnessed that I can say it could be a paranormal experience. But I have pl- plenty of experiences that I can say that that happened to me that I will be sharing in this, you know, not all of them today, but here and there spread out spread out so then that way we can keep you guys tuned in interested and drawn in (laughs) Uh, yeah so um so anyways we'll um we'll start out with the first episode i know so far we're not really that exciting just yet (laughs) but we'll get into it it. uh i this is i mean i don't know why i'm nervous i am extremely nervous um we're not even doing anything we're just talking into the mic like if me and her are having a conversation i had to pep talk him like three minutes ago saying come on we're just having a conversation like we we normally do it took (laughs) us about 20 minutes to try to come up with that intro that we just ended up butchering i know but it's okay because that's just our personality we're we laugh a lot yeah so you will hear us laugh cry i'm not gonna cry me neither but i just wanted to make it seem like (laughs) we were gonna cry i don't know maybe i'll cry (laughs) we'll cry we'll cry at some stories yeah our first story comes from thomas melosaweski i probably butchered his last name by the way people i am terrible with names but this is tom some people might know tom because a lot of people know a tom i know a tom and i and i know a few toms too Tom Brady will be one of them. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. <laughs> um, this Tom, the Tom we're going to speak about, who's going to tell us his story. So this is his story. And this is a story from Tom. <laughs> what? So this is his story. This, this is, is a story, story from Tom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we're trying not to uh, make fun of Tom. No, we're not making. I'm not making fun of you, Tom. I'm making fun of Victor. <laughs> um, she's making fun of the way I s- kind of went introduced into the, you. Introduced me. All right. So our first story is from Tom. Hi, Tom. Thank you for submitting. My name is Tom, and this is my paranormal story. After high school, I started dating this girl. We had only been on a couple dates, and one night we were at her cousin's house. And as the night was wrapping up, she said, "Did you tell him about the ghosts in the family?" And she said, no, I didn't want to scare him. And I said, what ghost? She says, well, there's a ghost that haunts the family. And I didn't really believe her. But, you know, I asked, so tell me more about this ghost. So she said that it's a great uncle of theirs that committed suicide. And the story goes that the great uncle loved his sister so much. And one day there was a fire in the house that killed her. And he didn't necessarily believe it was just an accidental fire. He thought someone did it in the family. So he was so distraught over it that he killed himself. And from then on, he started haunting the other members of the family. You know, he would do just simple things like knocking on the walls or one in particular. He kept pulling the steps down in the attic, they said, when no one was home. But, you know, always take it with a grain of salt. You never really know what's going on. But so... As the night went on, I got ready to leave, and it was probably June or July. It was, it was pretty hot outside, and when I walked outside, all of a sudden, I felt this, like, really cold breeze, and something just didn't feel right. I'm not really sure what it was, but something just told me to go back inside, so I went back inside, and I ended up spending the night there because I didn't really, I don't know, something just felt odd. So the next day, when we all woke up, I went out to start my car. Battery was dead. We went to the other car, battery was dead. Other car, battery was dead. So for some reason, all three of our cars, the battery was dead and no one left their lights on and I had my keys. So that's my paranormal story. Thank you. I mean, from what I've known, you know, for the few little things that I know, I mean, I'm not an expert and I'm not gonna claim I'm an expert. So everything is just from little things that I've always picked up. I've heard stories where ghosts or spirits they they pull they take that energy out of anything that's electrical you know they they just take it away you know it could be a battery it could be a phone or anything they just drain the battery i mean not the batteries yeah the energy that that it has so that's what i'm thinking that happened maybe that breeze that he felt was something that was kind of just 
you know, just the energy that was pulling out of those batteries. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just trying to figure it out something here. But, but I mean, it's good. Maybe, maybe it was a good thing that he felt that feeling that he shouldn't go. That he should stay. That he should stay. Because can you imagine? And this is just me overthinking now a scenario. Yes, because we tend to do that a lot. Overthink. Like your car would have like stalled in the middle of nowhere, and you could have frozen to death. He's in. He's driving home, and then he sees something in the back seat. Or something shows up in front of his car and he crashes into a tree. Whatever the spirit was, was trying to warn him not to go. So he felt something. Because it's the coldness that kind of just gives you those chills. Like, you know, kind of makes you think, should I go there? Should I not? I also would like to know if, you know, this ex-girlfriend of his still has this great uncle around. What makes him so attracted to the family still after so many years you know like is there something like they have like an heirloom or something of his that is keeping him attached to them that's why she's an ex-girlfriend now because he probably figured all this out he's like fuck it i'm not gonna be with her anymore then this (laughs) freaking thing is gonna be haunting me (laughs) you're gonna have to buy a lot of car batteries (laughs) (laughs) you gotta buy car batteries in bulk tom (laughs) well thank you tom Let's say we were on our first date, right? And then I told you, you came to my house and then I told you, you know, like, hey, uh, my family is haunted and you might experience some weird stuff, you know, like maybe some knocking, maybe, you know, some hair pulling. What would be your reaction? Be like, oh, it was really nice meeting you. I hope you have a wonderful mm-hmm. life. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to save that for the second day after I fall madly in love with you. And then you just don't care if you're being haunted yeah, by some care. by some family spirit. I'll take a bit of hair pulling. That's all right. <laughs> I, I would like to know what was, you know, he said he took it with a grain of salt with everything. But still, yeah. it's like, did you feel anything like like, you know, it's is yeah. she like just bullshitting me just to make just to get me scared or i know like the whole thing with her what was it her sister i believe so yeah Yeah, her sister just bringing it up out of nowhere oh by the way did you tell him we were haunted (laughs) uh i feel like they were just trying to scare you but then again the whole experience that you had but logically like you said you felt cold when you went outside so that kind of drains car batteries too and just that all three cars were drained all three all three that was a spirit okay it was, I'm it sorry, was a spirit that did it. <laughs> I'm logical So thinker. this is going to be in our story. She's more of the logical thinker. I like to believe pretty much everything people write in. Because I, I, one thing I like to believe that there is something out there. At the same time, I know there is an explanation of why certain things happen. But at the same time, where's the fun in that? Yeah. But that's why she's here. She's the more logical thinker. You Look, know. I do believe in paranormal. I do believe in aliens. I do believe in a lot of things. But before I believe in something, I have to figure out how to debunk it. Like, if I tell him, oh, Victor, honey, this ring right here, if you put it on your finger, it's going to cut it off. He'll never put on that ring. I will never put it on. I'll be like, fuck that. I ain't putting nothing on. Well, throw that. it out the window. <laughs> like, I'm going to throw I'm going to pawn it. I'm going to pawn it. You're going to pawn it. Just might, might as well make money out of it. All right. So anyways, uh, thank you, Tom, for submitting your story. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Uh, so our next story, we are moving on. It's from actually, you know what? Um, before we move on, I think the other best fit will be we have these stories from well, not stories, audio. One of the uh, persons who submitted, Donovan Barkman, he submitted audio because he's a paranormal investigator. Um, he ooh, submitted ooh. two, yeah, so ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so he submitted, and hopefully, you know, I don't like I don't like listening to stuff that might be real because then it might infect our house and then we'll have ghosts in our house please please don't have like some random latin audio playing because i don't want a demon in here don't don't submit if you send any audio please do not shout any demon names or send any exorcisms or anything like that because they would not be played (laughs) well we wouldn't really know since we don't listen to the audio until we play it oh yeah yeah. (laughs) so yeah please don't please don't that's the only thing like i don't you can submit the weirdest experience that you've came across or someone told you about but please 
do not tell us any exorcism stories. That's the big no-no for me. Yeah. I am really afraid of those. Yeah, he is. I'm he, like, scared. I've, I've been wanting to watch a few exorcism movies, and he just looks at me like I have three heads. Like, are you serious? Uh-uh. No, we are not doing that tonight. <laughs> I get I'm like, like, I'll do it alone <laughs> with my headphones on so <laughs> the spirit can't hear it. <laughs> so uh, the next... Uh, the next audio that we're going to play is from Donovan Barkman. Hello, Donovan. Thank you for submitting your audio. Thank you for submitting your audio. And we are going to play it. Uh, we're going to play it twice. Uh, the two audios, it's um, it's just that they did a paranormal investigation and they asked questions and we will hear a response that the uh, that the ghost said. So he does. The ghost does respond to the questions. What? Uh, the two attached MP3s are from another investigation at the Morgan Mansion in Ohio. The first audio is from our lead, Tabitha, asking, and this is the question that she asked, can you say yes again with a response that sounds like, I'm not going to say it because if I say it, then that's where you're going to hear it. That's the only thing. That's the only thing about paranormal I'm investigation. I'm actually creeped out about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> but this is the thing with paranormal investigations. Like, I know that some of them in the show, they'll tell you, like, oh, yeah, I asked him this question, and he responded with no, yes, you know, Jason, whatever. So and then when you actually hear it, you start to make up the word. He told me what it was, what the word is, but... For you to kind of get the experience, I'm not going to say it until after we've heard the audio. You have to hear it for yourself. You have to hear it for yourself to see if we all, if to see if everyone is hearing the same thing that we're hearing. Uh, the first question she asked is, can you say yes again? So that's for the first audio. The second audio is her, the second member, Tracy. And she's asking, she's asking if there is a basement in the house. And the respond is... So that's going to be the second audio. We're going to play each audio twice just to see if everyone can hear what this entity has said. Okay? All right. right. So hit it. If it's okay, can you tell us yes again? Oh. Okay. So we've heard it both. That's creepy. <laughs> it sounds like an old man going, oh. And so we heard both the audio. And the first one, I'll be honest, I couldn't make out what it was. Yeah, we had to really we, listen. We, like, it's very faint. You really have to, you know, you really have to put your ear, your ear into it to hear it. But the from the first audio... The entity says, sure. So she asks, can you say yes again? And it replies with saying, sure. Uh, And then the second one, when Tracy asked if there's a basement in the house. I mean, I know I heard it. Did you hear it? I didn't hear anything. You didn't hear it? No. So we'll play that. I'll we'll play that one one more time. If it's okay, can you tell us yes again? I heard no. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, so after hearing it, this, the, what was this, the fourth time now? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And you have to really listen to it because, you know, you can't really hear these things with your naked ear. Like I've heard before that audio and recordings pick up more than we do. Yeah. Cause the frequencies from recorders and, um, you know, the devices that they use, it's able to pick up, you know, frequencies that our ears can't, can't pick up just like dogs pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You know, like how dogs can hear the whistles and they can hear certain things. Like, that's how I pictured these, you know, the the recorders work. Well, pretty much any typical recorder, even a household recorder can actually pick up, you know, like if you want to go into your start asking stuff. Um, There was an app that I know of that was uh, like a ghost ghost app or something. I don't know if if Apple still has it, but you can go around like asking questions and it will pick up. I think Jubilee was using that for at, at one is, point. Is that why there's so many knocks in this house? Probably. <laughs> it's freaky, right? You yeah, hear but them. It, but it's, it's so freaky. Like, 
I mean, like paranormal investigators, they're so interesting when they when the things that they do to like pick up these sounds. Like we're not, it's not the same as like those ghost hunters. Like you know, every, they go into mental hospitals. They go to these mental hospitals or these places that are supposedly. Yeah. And you know, like every episode, they capture something. Like, oh, we saw this. We saw that movie. But I've Did heard. You see the orb. But I've heard like from various paranormal investigators that sometimes they go two places and they capture nothing so when they do capture something it's like figure out what they said who who could it be and what is their story you know and sometimes it's like you don't want to bother them too much you know i would like to speak to donovan more about uh, about furthering you, know, you know about his investigations because i'm very intrigued you know I'll, i like you know i want to know what is like everything behind it that that they do to capture these these sounds have you know has he ever seen anything has he ever seen a shadow has he ever seen crazy i would yeah, say yeah yeah so it would be a very interesting conversation so donovan i really appreciate you st- uh sending your audio that was pretty creepy yeah i, I, I mean we actually i was getting kind of goosebumps when i look li- yeah the i'm first- kind of like turn that off <laughs> <laughs> the first one i would say I, it was hard for me to hear the audio until we like really put it in our ear and then we heard him say sure it's like very faint very but if you faint, really yeah. listen to it you will capture that sound yeah. i mean i am extremely nervous i don't know why i don't know why i'm nervous so i like how you picked a subject that severely creeps you I, out no well it's not the subject <laughs> that i mean it creeps me out but i'm so like i'm really excited to do it but at the same time i've never been this nervous like i've never been like even when i've been being on stage in certain shows that i've done or i've i or i've sp- spoken to you know people or anything i'm never i'm never nor i'm never this nervous but yeah. then again right now i'm like I'm like scared, maybe because I don't want to fuck up the first episode. Exactly. <laughs> we want you guys to come back. We want you to come back don't and hopefully worry, we'll get better. We'll get better. So yeah. this is the first one. Uh, the third audio file. It's from. Uh, it's from Jay Sarge. Hi, Jay Sarge. Thank you. Years and years ago, not long after the birth of my kids, when we moved into a house, uh, we asked my wife asked if if the place was haunted because it was kind of old. And it's kind of a pretty old house. The lady who was the owner says, um, not really, but every once in a while, from time to time, something will pass through. Anyway, um, the time we lived there, always in the afternoon and never, never at night when it was dark or anything, always, um, but about once every couple of weeks, you just hear a bunch of children's footsteps running through running through the attic and the laughter of children. I don't know what the hell it was. We weren't close to any schools or anything like that. We were a very quiet neighborhood. It always happened during the day, but never exactly the same time. But it always sounded almost exactly the same. There were the same group of laughs, the same kind of... It was like it was a, a tape of some children laughing that was playing over because it was the, it was the same the same laugh it was just weird nobody else but me in my family ever heard it so they all think i'm crazy so it's not not scary or disturbing just kind of weird i don't know i don't know anyway wish it was better to be honest, if I heard kids laughing randomly throughout the day, I'd probably freak out <laughs> because kid giggles just creep me out sometimes. I mean, that, that was a pretty creepy story. You're sitting down, you're minding your own business, you're watching TV, you're watching whatever, you know, program on Netflix. And all of a sudden you hear and then you're hearing kids giggle, laugh. You know, that is that is really creepy. That reminds me of the time where I kept hearing footsteps on the ceiling footsteps on the scene well, in this yeah, house in this house See, now, I, I had to make the logical explanation that it was a raccoon <laughs> <laughs> i'm like there's nothing or, up there it's just or, a raccoon or squirrels squirrel yeah. squirrel <laughs> we live on the second floor we have no attic we don't have an attic right no no, no there is don't. no attic it's just, it's just pretty much the roof if you want to scare yourself yes there was something that was walking on the walls not on the roof 
on the wall. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you want to think of the lot more logical thing, you know, it could have been anything. There, we live a hundred feet from the woods. So yeah. It could have been anything. Could anything. have been a raccoon. Could have been a raccoon, or it could have been a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Or, or big bird, because there's a lot of big birds around here. Uh, vultures. Yeah. But yeah, no, that story is pretty crazy. I mean, I don't want to really come off like I'm a, an expert or anything by giving my opinion on certain things, but it's just stuff that I've, you know, I've learned. Watching shows, stuff I've read what people have told me so it's just a little bit of knowledge of a little bit of everything i've heard because you know i'm not an expert uh you know i'm not an expert in this field but it's just something that from what i think it is babies like they say babies can see ghosts they can you know they can sense them they, they can follow them they, with their eyes because of the sense that they have but once we grow up we lose that sense sense so we lose it and we don't see the same things but every once in a while we'll experience or see something that maybe it's not there, you know, or maybe it is there, but it's just something that we capture. So him hearing something, maybe it's just something that's trying to grab his attention for some reason. So his family don't see it. No one else has experienced it but him, but there is maybe a reason why. Maybe he has a sixth sense of seeing these things. Yeah, maybe he has that. Or maybe he just gets attracted. He's being attracted by by these they're you know, attracted to him they're like it hey. could be a, you know it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing that's something we don't know because i know most spirits they would would use children or something innocent to try to get to you, get to you yeah. and, and and i'm not trying to scare you jay sarge if you're still if you're in still living house, in that home yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go follow, don't go chasing the kids <laughs> but uh evil spirits i know like demons they would use something innocent to try to you know befriend lure them you lure in. you in and the next thing you know boom you're possessed i i mean just thinking about it for me i'll be pretty fucking creeped out i'll probably just try to be like honey we're gonna move out we're gonna <laughs> find we're gonna try to find a new home that it's not built on a ancient burial ground or an indian graveyard uh, there goes my theory that every single part of America is built on an Indian burial ground. <laughs> this whole place is haunted. <laughs> this, America's haunted. America's, America's haunted. haunted. All the death here that happened here. <laughs> but yeah. But so. um, but thank you, Jay Sarge, for sending in your story. It was thank really you. creepy. Even you, maybe you don't think that it's a, it wasn't that great or that scary, but for me and. Yeah, we don't like kids laughing yeah, or kids. running up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> not if they're not ours. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to submit this story. So the next one. Actually, you know what? Uh, before we move forward with our with our fourth and final story, which I think so far we've been doing pretty okay. I mean, I'm still a little nervous because I'm still trying to think about what to say in certain situations without stopping thinking, stopping thinking. But... Yeah. Uh, before we finish up with our fourth story, do, is there any experiences that you had that maybe you want to share on your... Well, I was thinking about sharing the ones that have happened recently. Okay. Yeah. Like, do you remember um, that night my dad passed? Yes. That we were sleeping here in the bed and the vents in the bathroom just ran turned on by themselves. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, and then after we kept hearing three knocks. Yeah. In Jubilee's room. Yeah. Well, um, I wasn't there for those, but you did tell me you texted me. I think was... I even tried to record it. I have to check yeah. my um. Yeah, you uh... my, my videos because I was freaking out because my dad used to he my dad got sick, and he would stay in my daughter's room, and it it only happened in her room that I would hear the knocks, the three knocks. And my mom would hear it randomly too. And that's when Victor told me the whole thing about the three knocks is like an evil spirit trying to get in. So then I started reading up more on it and about how those three knocks is something bad wanting to come in because they know you're grieving. So I told my mom, I'm like, don't ever answer it. Just ignore it, it's not there. But I still randomly hear it throughout the day. Like, I thought it might be the neighbors or something. But when I looked outside, there was no cars. So I'm like, okay, there's nobody here. But it, it was just creepy. Yeah, I remember that day you um you pretty much texted me. And at first, I, I was, you know, I was thinking about it. And the first thing that came up to me was about the three knocks. 
the the hairs in the back of my neck started rising up because I was kind of kind of scared, and I didn't want to tell you because I don't want to freak you out. But at the same time, I was like, if I don't tell her, then she's not gonna know, and I might as well tell her not to scare her. But at least she protect me to know why maybe you're hearing those knocks. Uh, it says that mostly it's demons that or something malevolent, 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 I guess, or some bitter ghost that is trying to mock you or trying to mock the the Holy Trinity, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So that's what it is that is trying to mock you, and it's especially since you're grieving, it's trying to grab your attention. Because most people, when they're in their weakest, it's when they know that they could grab your attention. You know, like there's this one story I heard a few years ago. Most people, when when they're grieving, they will have a dream of a of that person they lost. Say, oh, I saw them. You know, they were they were sitting in their favorite chair, or they were standing at the end of the hallway. And but at the same time, from what I heard, is that it's best that you try to ignore them because since you are grieving, you try to get closer to them, and whatever that thing is, is just trying to get closer to you. Yeah. So it's best to never ever encounter it never talk to it just ignore it like it's not there because you don't know what it is you don't want to let anything in if it is the person that you think it is it's just better to have them go not yeah. keep them here like i've been in situations where and this is one my one of my experiences is that there's been times where either i'm home alone or or i'm at home or at work and i'll hear my mom call me like you know she'll say you know Hijo. Hijo or Victor. <laughs> a lot of the times I respond and I'm like, hey, what? You know, you know, and then some and then sometimes you don't I don't hear anything. I don't hear a respond. I don't hear anything. So I will go up. I will stand up, go and find her. And once she's not home or if I do or she is home, then I'll ask her, hey, did you call me? And she's like, no, you know, I didn't call you. So what is it that was calling me? Who where was that voice coming from? And it's always her voice. It's like you hear her. I hear her voice. So it's creepy that I'm hearing it and then I'm thinking, okay, maybe it was her. Maybe it's just a, you know, like something in my imagination, some just muscle a, memory. some muscle memory, <laughs> but it's still creepy. Like who was calling me? Yeah. Also, like if you hear like someone knocking on the door three times, they always say never, never answer, never open a door. Cause once you open the door, you're inviting that whatever that is in. And that's pretty much the worst that can happen, especially if it's in the middle of the night you hear yeah. you hear someone knocking on the door it's like nope i don't no one texts me no one called me that it's coming in so i'm not even going to bother to see who it is and we've we've heard some pretty crazy stories where people that are knocking especially in movies they're knocking trying to saying like oh it's so and so it's so and so home no so what are they trying to do maybe they're just checking to see if if no one's home to rob the place or yeah. or do something you know unthinkable you know that's why we have that doorbell ring it's like someone knocks okay like hey who is it <laughs> the only person that rings my doorbell is the amazon guy <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason she knows her amazon package is here like oh, it's ding here. Dong. oh my god my amazon is here it's here i wonder what i ordered this time <laughs> I, know, I forgot <laughs> i forgot what i ordered <laughs> that's how you sound to me <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's the voice inside your head of me yeah but uh that that is a you know that is a very freaking creepy thing with the three knocks so if anyone out there is hearing knocks it can be on the door on the wall on the window just just ignore it yeah just ignore burn it. some sage you know do you know throw some holy water or whatever whatever you believe in but three knocks is never a good thing yeah and then juby creeped me out too every time she would tell me she would have a dream about him riding her bike and that sometimes she would like see him sitting in her chair yeah but i think it was just because i don't know it was just a shock to her it is and yeah. uh, and i know majority of it i mean losing someone a parent and someone that you love and or close to he did say goodbye to her in her dream though that's nice yeah that's what she told me she was like yeah grandpa said he can't come to my dreams anymore oh yeah that's so sweet i know it's gonna make me cry oh <laughs> my gosh i told you he was gonna, gonna cry, cry. <laughs> <laughs> i told you he was gonna cry yeah but like, no yeah from what i know is that homes or any place that has four walls you know well it's like a recorder it's recording everything yeah so sometimes that's Victor why it's mirrors we'll talk about mirrors on the next episode <laughs> <laughs> like walls they record everything everything that's spaced it's just recording everything and it's just 
you know sometimes it just relives moments that are not theirs just like you know i mean it's just like a record it just sometimes will repeat itself that, that can even explain jsr's story too like maybe the house had children in it before and the house the walls have that memory playing over and over again of the kids running through the halls and stuff our next story comes in this was a written story so we had to read it i really don't mind how you submit your story if it's an audio if you can email an audio for now we will give you the uh, the email which is pod not available available at gmail.com that is pod not available at gmail.com well i'm trying to figure out how we can work our way around um, people calling in and telling their stories so then that way if you don't know how to send file to, through email then you can just call in the number and hopefully we will try to figure that out soon and if you just don't want to be on the audio because like me you're probably nervous or scared or you just don't want to talk about it or you just don't want you don't want to hear your own voice on the on this show you can uh, just type it in just write it down one of us will read it most likely won't be me but one of us will read it right yeah looking at me <laughs> I'm looking at her. Yeah, I'm a terrible reader and I'm a terrible speaker. As you well, can... how long did it take me to read yesterday's story? <laughs> well, so our writer is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. She's sending a pretty, pretty big story. It's multiple stories and she really gets into detail with uh, her experiences. We are going to read it and hopefully Natalie is going to read the story and um, we want you to get scared. Hello, Victor. I don't really even know where to begin, but we've always been interested in the paranormal and what might be. The start of active interactions probably began at my first house. My old house in Port Gibson, New York was built on the site of an old hotel, very active during the time of the building of the Erie Canal that burned down in the 40s. I frequently heard the sound of a cork popping and the glick, glick, glick of liquid pouring in the living room area. When my significant other moved in, he cautiously asked if I had ever heard the sound. Could have been alcohol, could have been something as simple as vinegar. Everything back in the day was in a cork bottle, but yes, that happened. One time when I was away, my significant other was sitting close proximity to the basement stairs and heard something come barreling up them. He didn't wait to see who or what was coming upstairs. After his grandma died, he was depressed. He'd whispered to her in the ICU to let him know when she got there. It had been a month and he still hadn't gotten the sign and it was getting to him. I waxed some philosophical stupid stuff about, oh, you'll see a flower or on a nice day, get a feeling and you'll know and all that kind of bullshit. We usually had a scented candle going. I'd blow it out before I went to bed as a fail safe because he was a second shifter and he would be up a few hours after I went to bed. He'd notice if I forgot to put it out. It was always out. The same night, we both woke up, not knowing the other was awake in the wee hours of the morning, to about 40 watt glow in the living room. Then, in our confusion as to what the fuck was that light, we realized we were both awake. Despite being a believer, I am also the no-nonsense debunker and investigator, so I climbed over him and the candle was lit, burning brighter than we'd ever see any of these candles burn. His grandma had given him her sign. At our new house, I needed to know where the conductor pipe for my rain gutter let out in case it got stuffed with debris or we wanted to dig in the area. My dad told me my uncle could witch wells, which I invited him and my cousin to come help me find it. Before long, my uncle was bent wire row markers with demonstrating a line during the yard. And sure enough, I found an opening. He said my grandfather could never make him work, but my grandmother could, so give it a whirl. So, eyes closed, I told him send me off in the general direction of my septic tank or the well. And right before I tripped over the well casing, they crossed. It worked for me. At some point, we went to Rolling Hills in Bethany, New York for an overnight ghost hunt, which is where I purchased my divining rods. I figured, hell, I can find water and septic tanks. Might be a good party trick at a backyard cookout, if nothing else. I can give you more details on that eventful night another time. 
but suffice to say, I got activity. My real estate agent, who also happens to be my aunt, specifically told me she didn't want to know, as in, Lala, I can't hear you, because apparently New York State requires disclosure regarding haunted properties, and she didn't want to open that can of worms. But after I moved out of Port Gibson, before it was sold and the house was empty, we ordered up one last pizza from our favorite local pizza place, took over lawn chairs and decided to see who or what was there. Jay brought his digital recorder. The ultimate confirmation was when I asked, did you work here? On his digital recorder, you can hear a voice say, which we couldn't hear to the naked ear. And you can hear me saying yes, as the dividing rods had crossed the same affirmative answer. I'd send you the digital file along, but it's not one I can just pull out of my butt. I've used the rods at a local grange and friends' houses, and most recently went to the local Hopewell Historic Society meeting to give a demo, and have even managed to interact with people who were known to these presents. Sometimes the ones that are there aren't the ones you'd expect, and the general response is that, no, they're not in limbo, they're allowed to come and go and sometimes they follow people or they like a place. There seems to be just a thin veil between here and there. I hear all kinds of stories about evil spirits disguising themselves as little kids or attaching themselves to you. So far, nothing negative seems to have happened. I just ask respectfully and thank them for talking to us. I often leave with no more questions on my mind than I started with, but I guess there's just comfort in knowing. One, there is something more. And two, I can ask them later. I hope this is interesting enough for you, Victor. I have plenty of more tales to tell if you need them. I just started a file, ghost stories for Victor, because I don't have a nice notebook like Walt. Best wishes, Sue Kent. Holy crap. I was freaking scared when you was reading that story. I really got goosebumps just for that moment when we were everything that she mentioned. And I don't know why I put this story as the last one. I know. But everything <laughs> that she mentioned, it's stories that we already had. I mean, that we spoke about. Literally everything we just spoke about. Everything from the, you know, the, the children, the your dad passing away and everything that we mentioned from the first story from Tom up till now where her story is like she knew what we were going to talk about and she broke it down in different stories to tell her her, her stories side, yeah when you were reading it and i was reading it to follow along i was getting the goosebumps i was getting the chills to the point where i'm like maybe we should stop Did you get the shiver <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't get the shivers <laughs> god next time two out of three <laughs> Even though she gave us a little bit of a lot, and I know she... I know we have a lot more questions. I mean, we have more questions and than pretty much... Write so, in more. But yeah, we really want you to we write in more of your experience. <laughs> if you don't, If you could send the audio files, that'd be great. If not, then just, you know, sending us, you know, what you have to... You know what you have to what say you have. what you have that's yeah. perfectly fine i i don't know i don't know where to begin because there's so much it's like it's like she she knew what we were going to talk about and then wrote it down and, <laughs> and it's weird because at first i wanted to start with the story because the way i was picturing of how i was we was going to record it was i wanted to give it some ambience you know i wanted to put music in the background i wanted to put sound so that that way people can get into the stories that we're reading it's just crazy because at first I was like, all right, let's play this. Let me put this story in the beginning just to kind of kick it off. But I'm like, you know what? Since it's a pretty long story, let me just do it at the do end. It, do it at the end, yeah. You know, the noises like that she hears is the same thing that we were talking about, about how, you know, walls record sounds. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, she just experienced it. Maybe that was a party that they were having as she was hearing, you know, the cork just popping and then yeah. she heard the the or it could burn. be the wife cleaning the kitchen because yeah. apparently everything back in the day was in a cork bottle. Yeah, so maybe it's just a memory that that house had. Yeah. But you know what I want to know? It's like I want to know what her um, what her significant other was was thinking at the moment when that when he heard that 
you know that burning sound going, going through the basement like i've heard that sounds like that before when you just hear like someone's just running down or running up the stairs yeah, that would creep me out. what was his experience like what happened after that i mean if did you he can, flinch and run did he flinch or he's just like uh whatever, whatever. i hear it all the time <laughs> but if you can give us a little bit more in that experience i would i would really love to hear it yeah and a little bit more explanation on divining rods like what, what what are their significance like i know that you use them to find uh water water what, was it water yeah i think it was oh like coralline yeah those, those uh sticks. those those yeah those okay. right all right i'm sorry now i know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh i get it now the water witch yes. ah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry it's it's 12 30. <laughs> it's 12 30 already so yeah we really would like to know more of the of the rods if you can kind of give us a little bit more of history of it if you can kind of just give us a little bit more of the or maybe another experience that you may have had with them that that would be that great would be pretty cool yeah i mean i really wanted to get into the real estate i've been to homes i'm either gonna rent or my parents were gonna buy that's been one of my questions that i've always asked is this house haunted has anyone died in here apparently there's like a website that you can go to and you could find property information and they tell you whether somebody has died in your house or not and apparently if somebody has died in your house it lowers the property value yes. uh, yeah that's what i heard is that the property value does go down if so it when it also depends on the type of murder or you know if someone just died of natural causes i really don't think that's yeah, gonna think that's not like gonna do anything but if it was like you know depending on on the way the person was killed people or or anything then you can be like hey can you knock off let's see like 10 people died can you knock off a thousand dollars per person right. <laughs> oh there was like a cult massacre here <laughs> yeah so how much can i get this house for you know <laughs> technically for fun but, <laughs> but yeah they yeah i've heard that most realtors won't tell you they just pretty much you know they were like hey we can't talk about it for whatever reason if it's haunted it's been murders they've been I don't know anything that's been weird with the house even I mean if sometimes they won't even tell you there's black mold in the basement yeah. why would they even tell you if there's a ghost in the basement or what's causing the black mold hmm if something's happening in the house I would love to know I mean I would like to know to see if I want to buy in a house a few years ago when I was looking for homes to rent like I will go into the house you know I don't feel anything I, I mean I'm not a I'm not a medium or anything that can kind of absorb stuff, but sometimes you just get that feeling that just I like shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I should just rather just look for something else or a couple homes when you just I just went in and you just kind of felt this heavy. It's like this very heaviness. It's kind of hard to explain because it just feels like, you know, giving you a piggyback ride pretty much. You know, you just feel this heaviness that you that you just kind of drain yourself from like energy or anything. You just you just feel down. And that's how I felt in certain homes. Like there was this one home maybe four years ago. We uh, we were renting and it was like, it wasn't in the middle of the woods. It was right off a major road, but it was, um, it was a pretty big house. But you just got this sense. Like when you went outside, it was so quiet. You didn't even hear crickets. That's how creepy it was. It's like no, not even the animals or insects wanted to be near that house. And there was a, there was this one time we were, we were in this house we, well we rented it we rented it for maybe four months but the reason why we left was not because of the rent or because of any experiences we just didn't like the house and we just told the landlord like you know we don't want to be here because this house is very it was just very a very nasty home so i don't even know why we rented it in the first place hmm. but um we were there it was just one night and um everyone was everyone was sleeping um uh, I, I was awake. I was on my phone and my dad was nothing in the new. living room. N nothing new. I'm always <laughs> on my phone. So my dad, um, my dad was in the living room and we have a German shepherd. It was really late. I can't really, uh, to be honest, I can't really remember what time it was, but it was late. And all of a sudden we heard the dog, the German shepherd just start aggressively barking and like banging on the window, like throwing himself at the, at the, um, at the back, at the door that leads to the backyard, the screen glass door. And you just hear him like aggressively barking. And the first thing I thought, okay, maybe he's seeing uh, a raccoon, maybe a fox or something that's outside. I remember my dad, he got up and then he pretty much told him to, you know, to calm down. And he turned the lights on. There was nothing there, but he kept going like he kept barking and barking. And my dad opens the door and he just he doesn't even run out. 
He doesn't even run out. He just stays there. He just stays there barking, but he's starting to back up a little bit. He just kept barking and barking to the point where you're like, what are you looking at? Because we don't see anything there. What and it's just see? completely black. Like, you can see it through, like, because of the lights are on from the porch, like the back patio, I mean, but you can't see anything else. You can't, we didn't see any animals. We didn't see anything. And it was pretty much high up. So you really couldn't see anything, you know, past the, uh, you couldn't see any ground past the, the, uh, the patio. But he just kept barking and barking until we just pretty much brought him, we brought him into one of the rooms. And then that's when he stopped. We didn't, uh, we didn't think much about it in the afternoon. He does it again. And this time he's just barking like crazy at the door. And we we couldn't even explain it what was happening because there's nothing there. I mean, like, we're, we don't know what he's seeing. You know, it's not like he can talk. We look. Oh, I was trying to do a Scooby-Doo voice, but I couldn't. <laughs> but, you know, it's not like he can tell us if he sees anything or if anything's at the door. Yeah. But he just kept barking and barking and to the point that it's very aggressive. Like, if you let him go, you know, you feel like he's going to attack something. But once what? you open the door... <laughs> He does nothing. He just keeps barking and aggressively, you know, growling and all that stuff. I know that I can't remember at the moment. There was a few other experiences that I know my dad said that he saw a shadow. But other than that, I will have to ask him ask about him. the story yeah. to kind of get into it. But that house just really felt really, really, really bad, especially at night. I really hated going there at night or even going to the bathroom was the creepiest thing because there was this long hallway. So it was just a pitch black hallway. So I try to keep... You know, my eyes down on the floor, you know, kind of just using my my phone as a flashlight to just guide myself to the bathroom and not looking up because I felt like if I saw, if I looked up, then I would see something at the end of the hallway or some something that's blacker than black, you know, a darker shadow that you can't, you can only see a silhouette of. So, um, so that would be my little experience. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> No reason. Why? Because I'm nervous still. Yeah. Um, so, well, that's it. Those are the submissions that we got in today. I uh, hopefully we'll get more on the next episode and, you know, we'll we'll get better. We'll get better at yeah, this. Yeah, we'll definitely get better. It's the first one. Please it's forgive us. It's always the first one. Please forgive us. We promise we'll get better. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for submitting your stories. And uh, we would love to hear more. Yes. Please, yes, please. please send uh, your stories. Anything, like I said, any any experiences you may have with aliens, with Bigfoot, with the Chupacabra with some ghost mothman. demons the mothman Chicago, or any, anything any experiences or anything you want to talk about that it doesn't have to, if it's not your experience but if it's something that you heard that you heard from some a friend, urban legend in your town anything just send anything. us send it to us we would love to hear it we will, we will read it we will listen to it we will laugh we will cry I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we was going to cry. I know, right? So thank you for listening, and we will see you later. Later. Hopefully, if things get... Hopefully, we'll have another episode soon in two weeks. Maybe two weeks. Maybe <laughs> right. Thank you for listening. Have a good, have a good night. night.